aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone who wishes to increase their leadership skills and improve their career. My name is Gary Davison, and I am the Poobah of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into the skills and elements of skill set development to help you reach greater heights and to help you grow those leaders around you. What can you expect from the Lodge of Leaders podcast? It's simple. My name is Gary Davison, and I am a leader with 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 20 leaders to executive level positions in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, university faculty member, a board member on many charities, in addition to the roles I've held outside of the field of education. These all give me a very unique perspective that I can bring to helping to grow you and the leaders around you. After you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems that I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and thus your career will prosper. You can expect to grow and you can expect to grow those around you if you put the work into your skill set and you're honest with your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth and we will grow. Welcome Lodge members to episode four of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Today we're going to jump into practice. Uh, we've learned skills, we're learning actions, and now we're going to learn about um, what it takes to actually put these things into practice. And today's topic is practice doesn't make perfect. We've all heard the adage that practice makes perfect. In the stories, simply going through the motions of acting in the same fashion will lead you to a certain level of expertise. This expertise is said to be earned through a certain amount of time. There have been popular articles giving 10,000 hours as a standard for the level of expertise. However, I don't believe that simply practicing makes you perfect. If that simple adage were true, then we would perform rote, mundane acts for a very long period of time, and we'd develop a level of expertise in those simple acts. Imagine, for example, that by using our verbal skills and simply putting language together would, by argument's sake, make us experts at using language. I've not seen any gossip groups that I would consider to be expert linguists or stunning public speakers. Rather, the actions of talking do not necessarily make the complicated and sophisticated act of verbal communication an outcome. As a leader, I seek for my individual team members and team as a whole to execute our vision perfectly. A vision not exactly perf performed is merely a faint attempt to pacify lackluster quality. The phrase, good enough is good enough, is reflected in the faulty act. Effective, consistent leadership actions lead to aligned and total adherence to our vision. This totality to detail and commitment to effort are not something that can be turned on and off like a light switch. To execute to this level, actions must be practiced and perfected at this level. Perfect practice has three extremely important components. One, consistent, reliable practice. Guys, that means repetition. Two, a commitment to understanding quality. And three, a measurement tool. You've got to see what your effectiveness is. The three components must be focused together in a planned, actionable program of improvement. 
The results of perfect practice into consistent actions will lead to increased abilities, functionality, and devotion to the team commitment. For example, I've been playing guitar for many years. I enjoy playing nearly every night as a stress relief. There have been short periods of time where guitar playing has been less important. However, as a high school principal, the stress level and need for relief has grown each year for the last decade. Thus, my need to play guitar has, has risen to match this stress level. Almost nightly, I pick up my guitar to pick, strum, or sometimes even sing. I run through an assemblage of songs that I enjoy. I have a work uh, warm-up routine, but nothing too rigorous. As I play my guitar, I listen for the melody of songs and the key that I play in. Often, I will adjust my tempo and uh, riffs to, um, to songs or written music that has a consistency of quality, but there's no adherence to a level of expected quality other than recognizing the song. Even though I listen for the melody, there is not a measurement tool to follow my progress. I know I get better each year. However, I cannot quantitatively assess my levels of performance. Some songs I can play now, but I cannot put a percentage to my ability. Since high school, I've played conservatively at least 20,000 hours. Albeit, those are a lot of hours played, but I, I, I by no measure would consider myself an expert in any way. Putting in the hours has not resulted in a level of proficiency that would be considered excellence. I am good, but I'm not excellent. This is a personal example of an immense amount of time over the past decades that I've played guitar. It is a rough example, but it mirrors the way many leaders use practice to attempt to improve their performance of their organization. These leaders simply go through the motions of time spent on an activity. How many leaders will strategize, plan, and communicate their visions? Do they spend substantial amounts of time devoted to each element? Do they have intentional language within each goal to a level of quality? Are there degrees built with these goals? Finally, does the school improvement plan include methods of measurement for each goal? Many goals are crafted, such as the following. We will increase student achievement and close the achievement gaps in all areas using a variety of indicators. Contrast that goal with something more like, this year, 86% of our ninth grade math students will achieve an exemplary level on the state assessment. Specifics and details within goals and actions matter. In the first goal, there's a faint attempt to show what a target is to shoot for. There is no indication of substantial practice towards a target, nor is there a stated measure to determine effectiveness. However, the second goal has all three elements clearly present. Determined focus effort, a commitment to quality is clearly present, and as well as a measurement tool protocol to determine effectiveness. Guys, I want to tell you that this is the same process I use with my aspiring leaders that are closest to me on my team. This is one thing that I do with them is we have um, an opportunity for them to practice their skills, but I give them feedback so that we can get as close to perfect practice as possible. I like to use the acronym CLASP to remember some of these things, clear leadership actions that sustain performance. To do that, we determine the target. We dedicate substantial time toward the achievement of that target. We determine an acceptable level of excellence, 
and we determine what is an effectiveness measure that we use. I use that with my team members. I like to use that with myself, and I found that it's given great results in the development of my leadership and those leaders that I am looking to develop. For next time, please try that. Try being very intentional with an improvement that you're seeking either in yourself or in others. Leaders, this is a great aspirational goal and something to practice every day. Thanks for listening to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. If you'd like to join me in the Lodge, it's very simple. Leave us a five-star rating in the Apple podcast platform. Really appreciate that. Also, you can go to my website at drgarydavison.com and select the Contact Us button. There, you can give me your thoughts, your feedback to the podcast, and any follow-up that you've had after trying some of the strategies that we've shared here. Remember, experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is. Until next time, Lodge members.